Hello out there, uh, anyone who's listening. Um, my name is Bill Hoy, and this is another Natural Law podcast episode on Anchor Spotify, episode 64. Once again, um, Natural Law, episode 64. My name is Bill Hoy, and my website is willhoy.com, W-I-L-L-H-O-E-Y.com, and we're now on the into January 2022 on that thing that we humans call a calendar. Um, so let's get started here. In episode 63, I mentioned some researchers who think that the vaccine-related death toll may be astronomically higher than what people think, and that was I think they're given. Um, worldwide figures as well as U.S. figures. Um, but uh, one of those people is a woman that I now remember her name. Her name, I'm pretty sure, is Dr. Jessica Rose. I know it's Ro- Rose, and I think her first name is Jessica. So Dr. Jessica Rose is, is the woman. And um, I'm pretty sure that she thinks the death toll in the U.S., could be around 200 to 300,000. And I think this is possible. I've been through this. I don't want to go too much through this. I'm just giving a little, just touching on a little information that I mentioned in in 63. And I just wanted to give the name of uh, Dr. Jessica Rose. Very, very, uh, she has incredible amounts of experience and, uh, she does have very solid credentials. Once again, credentials, just because someone has credentials doesn't mean anything. we got a lot of people out there who go to certain uh, institutions that have very great reputations and get their credentials, and then they just go on to become a, a prostitute for the mainstream media and just give the public the power structures narrative and this is not what this Dr. Jessica Rose is you'll find, you know you look into her you'll find out um, and she she's saying around 200,000 to 300,000 I think maybe even higher I think I know I, 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 I think she said around 200 to 300,000 and I think this is possible as far as the death death toll people dying immediately after taking this vaccine or hours or most from what I've heard are within like 72 hours that's that's what I've you know looking at the statistics looking at the charts and statistics and I think it was I was looking at charts and statistics I was looking at was on the CDC from the CDC website American CDC website um but I'll tell you this, folks, I, I think that the total adverse reactions ranging from death to discomfort, meaning, you know, the worst to, to you know, from, from death, whether just, just, you know, whether immediately after injection or maybe a week or even as long as a week or two weeks after, and you spread that out even, even further, I, I think this could even go higher, but 
just within a, a, a week to two weeks longest from injection um, you know the range of, of death to just discomfort okay just discomfort and folks if you take let's just say vaccine you, you take a vaccine and you even just get a maybe a mild fever or maybe you just don't feel well for a couple hours or something like that that's an adverse reaction that's an adverse reaction and I've been through this I don't want to go through this too much I know of people and know people who who have had reactions and just decided not to report it because it was quote-unquote not that bad and that's an adverse reaction and that's that's your body you know that's uh, the human body reacting to a toxin so I, th I think total adverse reactions ranging from the worst of the worst death to just discomfort once again not even counting what, what, what could be coming along over time here but just within say just uh, you know folks I'll just say within a, a week uh, 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 of of having an injection right you know the range from death to discomfort I think could be easily in the tens of millions here in the US and worldwide you could probably go high you could go all the way up to like 20 million maybe more once again just you know when when, when I stretch that out and I and I look at it and I think about it you know we could be talking about tens of millions and there's really no slowing down of this this i'll say effort to what i have heard actors for the power structure like gates say that the intent is to vaccinate the whole world and of course these individuals i've mentioned this have also said that the world's population needs to be reduced i'm just giving you facts of what these individuals have said like gates and kissinger and all of them you got zignu brzezinski the late zignu brzezinski who said that um was quoted as saying um something along the lines of many years ago it was easier to control a million people than to kill a million people and now with today's technology I think he said this somewhere maybe in the 70s or 80s or, or I don't know when he actually said this quote I, I, I forget but nowadays Brzezinski said nowadays it's easier to kill a million people than to control a million people I mean, you know, you look into this for yourself and come to your own conclusion. I'm just telling you what these individuals have said. Um, I've been through this before on in in my podcast. Do I think that the power structure wants to call off the population by making them sick and having them die from their sicknesses do i think 
that's what they want to do just my opinion you know what I'll, I'll say this it's obvious you look at these you look at the death just from all these vaccines the death toll once again CDC's VAERS has has the death toll at 20,000 and of course you know CDC puts that as 10% accurate and um, Lazarus Harvard study puts it at one to two percent accurate and Miss Miss Rose is saying around 200,000 to 300,000 so just just all that alone and this vaccine rollout continues to be pushed feverishly that show that's enough evidence to show me that at minimum these individuals don't give a fucking shit about the, the the masses i'd say that's a that's a that's a very obvious conclusion i'll say that and then you and then take it from there take it from there i mean the ruling class has has routinely in their quotes showed obvious disdain for the masses just like Brzezinski saying, you know, it's easier to kill a million people than to control a million people. That's pretty, that's pretty fucking evil. Kissinger calling military men dumb, stupid animals. It's clear they have, <clears throat> that the ruling class has disdain for the masses. I've been through all that. I'm not going to go there. But that's, that's what I say to people. Um, what are the natural law implications here? Well, as a society, I've been through this. As a society becomes more moral, that society will become more enslaved. Folks, you could have just here in the U.S. 100,000, 200,000, possibly 300,000 deaths within hours to a week of taking these vaccines Vax, adverse you know adverse events so vaccine related deaths let me tell you something folks you want to play the vaccine related death game uh, here's what i say I, I i have the power of observation that's another thing that's what natural law is about as well observation and discovery i observe people taking this vaccine and i observe within hours days and within a week many people are having serious adverse reactions and many are dying so what do i do i discover that it's probably not a good idea to take this fucking vaccine i don't want to take it i've never wanted to take it ever but once again you know the power structure likes to play the related game well you can't actually say that the vaccine actually killed them well let me tell you something when i see once again cause and effect cause and effect i see somebody do something and then i see an effect uh, uh an adverse effect within a very short period of time of, of doing something that tells me that i'm probably not going to want to do whatever these people are doing you know and that, that's a bit vague but what i'm trying to say is i see people taking these vaccines and i see them having horrific reactions therefore i i'm smart enough to figure out that 
the vaccine is definitely the, the what they're calling you know what they're calling a vaccine is definitely having an effect very negative effect on people and of course once again it's it's being called a vaccine but it's actually an mrna therapy um uh, robert malone i think his name was was uh was a uh, he was part of the founding of the mrna vaccine technology and even he said it's it's, it's a very dangerous technology very dangerous technology as a society becomes more moral, that society will become more enslaved. I mentioned the sentiments of, of the of the ruling class, and unfortunately, those sentiments get get propagated into the masses, and the masses actually actually by way of propaganda, the masses promote the ideas of the this ruling class and the masses we the people are the ones who really do most of all the damage to ourselves the ruling class just facilitates it as a society becomes more moral that society will become more enslaved you got deaths in the hundreds of thousands vaccine related adverse uh, events deaths just just that alone just the numbers at face value should have people saying hey wait a second this this you know we, we need to stop this we need to stop enforcing all this on each other look at what's going on in in new york city with the enforcement of the draconian vaccination laws and and look at what's going on in, in New York State, they're working on. I've mentioned these law, these rules called laws before. They're working on these rules called laws that can remove people from their homes, uh, you know, just because they're they're supposedly a threat a threat to public health, uh, giving the governor false powers, superstition, all superstitions, the superstitious false powers that the governor can just declare someone. Uh, 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 unfit to be in society and have them removed without any kind of trial or anything that's what they're that's the law you know that's the rules called laws that they're working on as a society becomes more moral that society will become more enslaved how many people even fucking know about this you know look into it for yourself i've talked about bill uh uh, Bill uh, A something, I don't know, 3214 or some shit, episodes back. And that was, you know, about the removing people from their homes and put them in quarantine camps and all that shit. That was New York State. And, you know, in the past episodes, I was talking about what Jersey's working on. And, folks, as the society becomes more moral, I keep saying this, but, you know... I, you know this stuff has to be repeated you know the power structure they repeat their stuff so you know what I'm gonna repeat my stuff as a society becomes more and more that society will become more enslaved and yes repetition is one of the earmarks of cult indoctrination but 
Also, that could be, there's a light aspect to that, that repeating natural behavioral laws to people and, and repeating things to people that will enlighten, to, that will enlighten them is not about indoctrinating anybody into any kind of cult because what is a cult? A cult is, is, is an organization that harms people who are not its members. And I also say in many cases harms its own members, especially in the indoctrination process. But that is not what, I, what, I'm, what I'm pushing here. I'm trying to teach people natural behavioral laws and how they work. And this is a clear, clear picture of it. And I've been through this before, so I'm going to, I'm going to move on. Okay. So I'll just mention that I'm working on a divide and conquer video. I think I got it ready to go for a mainly bit shoot. Um, this a, it's a good site folks recommend going to bit shoot. Um, you know, they're not fucktards like, uh, YouTube and shit, you know, censoring people these people at YouTube, once again, you know, everybody wants to blame YouTube, YouTube itself, you know, and there's people behind that. You, ha you have to understand as a society becomes more and more, that society becomes more enslaved. There's people behind YouTube that are the, the, the people that are just doing their jobs, the good YouTube workers. You know, I'm a good YouTube worker, you know, like good cops, right? Just doing their jobs. And of course there's bad, bad ones as well. And then there's, there's the YouTube workers that are trying to move up and will do whatever their masters want them to do. And the, it's these individuals that are taking part in the censorship. And where are the family members of these individuals saying, hey, you know, what are you doing? You're censoring people. People are trying to get information. You know, people are being, for example, just with the vaccines, people are being, you know, having terrible reactions to these vaccines. And, and this information needs to get out to people. Why are you stopping that from getting out there? Never happens. But I mean, I mean, I observe and I see plenty of censorship going on in not just YouTube, Google, all these, you know, sites, um, um, Facebook, all that shit. And as far as I'm concerned, I'm sure that's not going on. I'd be willing to bet. But anyway, bit shoot, I don't see that kind of stuff going on. And, you know, this site has a very diverse crowd and there are many people who are fervently prejudiced and, and what is called racist. And it, it can get pretty bad. A lot of anti-Jewish sentiment. You know, once again, I mentioned that. When I, when I was uh, talking a lot about secret societies and how people, people get the Zionists mixed up with Jewish people and all that kind of stuff. And, and, and um, I mentioned how uh, uh, Gary Allen in None Dare Call It Conspiracy mentions, and also Edith, uh, Edith Miller mentions in Occult Theocracy. And they, they both say that the people who latch on to the to, to thinking that the whole conspiracy here in this world is, is Jewish are, are, are being played out. And, and it, it, it's, it's unfortunately, you got a lot of, uh, uh, people who I'm not talking about the, the, the people who run BitChute. I'm talking about, you know, people who just go on BitChute. <clears throat> you get a lot of those people who fall for a lot of these divide and conquer, 
um, concepts. You know, oh, uh, you know, they always say what are called black people are the problem, or, or you know, Jewish people are the problem, and stuff like that. You, there, there, there's a good, there's a good um, um, amount of those people, but there's also, there's, there's also, you know, many very good, good people on BitChute. I mean, it's, it's, it's a very diverse crowd, is what I'm trying to say, and, and I, I, I like BitChute, and what. What I'm I'm working on is you got a big Trump you know conservative Trump supporter crowd on BitChute. Um, I don't think you have a very big liberal crowd on there, but you, <clears throat> it's it's actually BitChute is, is is I think it's British, so you, you got a lot of you got a lot of British folks on there, our fellow brethren over there and in England and I just want to mention um, like I've said in the past all humans on this planet we're all a human family we're, we're all together we're all in this together and we're all gonna go down together so you know I my heart goes out to everyone in the world who who wants to live free but um, once again back to bit shoot I'm trying to just keep this short about pet shoot. So I, I find BitChute as a good platform to try to appeal to many of these people who are um, very deeply in the divide and conquer concept. And I've been trying to appeal to these people, uh, a lot of, of Trump supporters and conservatives on, on BitChute uh, since I started my full-time work two years ago. Um, and in this divide and conquer video, um, I'm covering many concepts in a short period of time. It's only, you know, I, it's only it's 30 minutes, and really, I, I would like to even have it shorter, but um, it's just there's there's too much stuff that needs explaining. And really, I mean, you're talking about 30 a 30 minute presentation, and really, some people have done six to eight hour presentations on. So I'm trying to keep it short to the point, and just trying to just try to reach people and. Some of the topics include the inversion of morality, moral relativism, and subjective and objective morality, uh, Satanism, radicalization, and <clears throat> objective right behaviors, just to name a few. And um, I'm hoping, you know, my recent Trump supporters videos got, at least the first one got a got a bit of a reaction. I'm Hoping to to try to reach some of these people because that's what you know I think that's what I think needs to be done. I, I think there needs to be a lot of us out here willing to try to reach a lot of these people that are deeply ensconced in this divide and conquer tactic, this propaganda that the power structure puts out to divide and conquer and and. It's, uh, I mean, divide and conquer is in everything, in, in almost everything in our society. All information is all, all, all so much information that we get is all, it is all been bifurcated and, 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 and dichotomously split. And, and it's, it's, I'm, I'm just trying to get objective information to people to try to get people to see through this divide and conquer strategy. And it's it's 
I think I'm going to be releasing it soon here. All right, hey, I, I got a new water cooler, um, and it's fan on. It's really loud. It's really distracting me. It's bothering the shit out of me. But I'm just gonna try to continue on here. Um, so my divide and conquer um, little video that I'm gonna be putting on BitChute, and you know, hopefully. Hopefully I can reach some people because I do think we need people out there to teach, try to teach natural law to the ignorant masses. And once again, there, you know, I'm not saying everyone on BitChute is ignorant. They're not. Uh, there's many excellent people on BitChute, but there's uh, a lot of also very ignorant people out there and I'm trying to reach these people. That noise is driving me fucking crazy. Um, all right. I'm just going to continue. So I'm still writing letters to editors. And um, just to note, I want to mention that I put my letters into the opinion section. And I really didn't actually mention this. You know, I was talking about in a previous episode that I think it was 63 or 62, one of those, that, you know, I'm not interested in being a journalist. But, and I just want to, you know, make it clear that when I, when I write these letters to editors, I purposely want it to be put in the opinion section because that's really what these letters are. The, you know, the, these are my opinions, but they're based in facts. It's not, I'm not just shooting from the hip and running my mouth. You know, this, this is, uh, you know, it's my opinion, but based in fact, I'm not presenting these letters to editors as news stories or anything, but I do consider them to be that, but I'm not presenting them as that. I present them in the opinion section, so if there's something that may be incorrect, well, it's opinion. You know what I mean? I, I'm not an expert journalist, and many of these people that are called journalists are not expert journalists, but I mentioned your very good journalists out there, like uh, Whitney Webb, Derek Rose, uh, uh, James Corbett, and along those lines. Uh, they're very good. Um, so, I'm not presenting my letters as news articles as stated in a previous episode. I'm not a journalist. I was I was looking in one publication that I submitted a letter to in the opinion section. My letter didn't get in, but um, uh, this, I'm um, just looking at my bullet points here. I thought I mentioned this. That's weird. But um, I was looking at one uh, publication on the internet where I submitted a letter to the editor, you know, one of my letters to the editor in opinion, and uh, here, oh, here it is, and um, my letter concerning the SARS-2 beginnings of a complete world takeover plan by actors such as Gates and the WEF, to name a few, did not appear to get in, um, at least so far, but however, there is, uh, I was looking, there, there is an article about the biowarfare and the creation of Lyme disease, I've talked about that in my past episodes, I think it was episode 28, I talked about both the creation of Lyme's disease, Operation Paperclip, um, at Plum Island, and how that also relates directly to gain-of-function research with the National Institute of Health and Anthony Fauci, the Wuhan lab amongst uh, that. The Wuhan lab's not the only lab out there. Uh, plenty of others. Uh, I think uh, there was work going on in uh, North Carolina, uh, Chapel Hill. Um, so, yeah, UNC, UNC. University of North Carolina in the United States. 
and and um so I, I was looking at it and it, it was very small writing and I, I wanted to to I said you know I'll go to it the next day and I'll, I'll I'll take a further look at it and I looked the next day and I couldn't find it and I'm not saying that it was taken out of there or anything I'm just maybe thinking that maybe the the they they switched uh maybe that's I just happened to be looking at it on the day where this particular publication switches to their next publication because they had January 1 2022 in there so maybe it just switched to the next publication I was trying to look to see if I could look into past um articles publications and I don't know I I couldn't I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to take a little time and really search that I was really not I was just doing a uh, light search but I was gonna I was gonna just uh, take a look at a copy it but um I couldn't find it but yeah it, I, I was reading a, a bit of it and you know this guy was in the opinion section talking about bio warfare and how it's a, you know it's very common you know bio warfare has been you know he was mentioning uh, uh, this individual I think I, I think it was a um I I, I I i forget but this individual that wrote the article was was mentioning a lot of the the documented um cases of of historical bio bio warfare and and he was talking about the the creation of Lyme's disease and how many people really care how many people really care once again as the society becomes more moral that society becomes more enslaved it's a natural law it's a natural law. People don't give a shit. I've, I've been through this. People don't give a shit about the creation of Lyme's disease. They don't care. I mentioned where I, uh, in I think it was episode 28, where I talked to a parent whose child had Lyme's disease when they were very young, and the, the, chi the, the child was very sick. And the parent told me, well, my child was not that bad. People don't, I mean, this is the kind of society we live in. And, and, and you see a lot of that with these vaccine, you know, vaccine reactions. I, I just mentioned that, you know, or, or earlier in this episode and many in past episodes, how people just, oh, well, you know, I wasn't that bad. I just had a little bit of a fever. No big deal. Or even these parents that in parents with their own children having reactions to this. And, oh, well, my kid wasn't that bad. Well, now they can go to their college or they can go to their their school now because they're vaccinated or whatever. I mean, this is the this is the immoral society that we live in, and it's going to get worse. Just take a look into the 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 rules called laws that New York State is 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 uh, deciding on in their legislature right now. The ruling class. This is crazy, but anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna move on. I'm also studying further, you know, further evidence of of a creator. Okay, God. Yeah, I said God. I'm not religious. Not religious. Not a part of any religion. Don't go to any church. I would consider myself a deist. I would say, like an, an sort of like a, a Gnostic deist. I guess I would if I was to put a label on myself. I guess. Uh, uh, a neist or sound like a gnostic uh, a gnostic deist um i don't i don't think that's a contradiction um basically uh, i'll explain a person who just doesn't want to believe a person who wants to know the truth and 
as far as deist, I believe in a higher power. I would say that I don't think that's a contradiction. I think that's in line. Um, but anyway, uh, according to what I'm reading, it appears that people like Isaac Newton understood that there was evidence of a creator. And it appears that the famous discoverers, uh, you know, like Newton, Kepler, I think Galileo, I think, a, a, a discoverer of physical laws, understood that there were things that could not be explained by science. And, and, and these individuals talked, uh, at least from what I'm reading right now, from what I'm understanding, and, and the information that I'm finding out, once again, you know, I'm still uh, learning and discovering this myself. Uh, look into this for yourself. But... I'm looking into it for myself, and I'm seeing that it, it, it it's, it's very likely that m many of these major um, discoverers, like Newton, uh, the laws of motion, laws of gravity, um, and, and like Kepler, and these uh, individuals along these these lines, um, did absolutely uh, acknowledge the presence of a creator, and they they. It was a merging of science and spirituality. That's, that's actually, it seems to me, it's looking like what the scientific re revolution was. A merging of science and spirituality. And, and these individuals, like for example with gravity, Newton saw that gravity was really the effect. So what was the cause? What was the actual cause of gravity? You know, the, 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 that all that matter has, depending on its size and distance, different gravitational uh, 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 forces going on between them. But what's the cause of that? And it, it's not the actual bodies, the material themselves. There's something in creation. There's something in the universe that causes that gravitation. And they couldn't explain that. And they... they from what I'm seeing, these famous discoverers of physical laws, many of them <clears throat> saw it as as along the lines there were there there were different um, individuals at the time during the scientific revolution that had a different take on it and stuff like that. But along the lines, it, it, it was it was appearing that there was a large consensus that there were forces that we did not understand, and that was the power of creation. That was a god. And it was a merging of science and spirituality. Science was beginning to merge with spirituality. This is from what I'm seeing. Once again, I'm just starting to learn this. I could be wrong on some of this. I don't know. Look into this for yourself. But um, I'm seeing that there, there, um, there was, a once again, like I said, a, a merging of science and spirituality, the scientific revolution. And, of course, I've been over this in the past. I really don't like revolutions. I don't want to revolve. I want to evolve. But... It looked to me like this was really not a revolution, it was an evolution, kind of like the American Revolution wasn't really a revolution, it was an evolution in, in many parts. But um, what, what I'm looking at is it, it was looking like, I think, this is my, now I'm just giving, this isn't what I've learned through this, but I'm giving now my, this is, this is my opinion here, I think that the church... The, the, the ruling class and the church uh, saw that this scientific revolution was starting to get close, was, was getting to the truth. They're, they're, they're getting to the truth and this truth was going to become ubiquitous and, and people were going to start understanding this in mass. And I think the rulers of the world, along, I would say the Vatican, 
the church. This is my opinion. Uh, uh, this isn't what I've read. Okay, this isn't what I'm reading. I, I'm, I'm giving my take on it based on what I've studied. I'm thinking that the church, the Vatican, the, the ruling classes, the, 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 the royal ruling rulers of, of the world. Keep in mind, Rome became the Vatican. Keep that in mind. Um, the Roman Empire morphed into the, you know, dissolved into the Vatican. But, um, no boy, I got a car outside. It's annoying the shit out of me. Hold on. All right, that car's gone. There's a parking lot outside from where I live. I'm sure another car will be back. Do annoy the living snot out of me. But once again, so it looks to me like there's a merging of science and spirituality. And then, of course, my opinion is I think that the powers that be, including uh, the church, the Vatican, um, you know, Mecca, Jerusalem, all of them, um, at the time here, I think this is about we're talking the scientific revolution. I think that was the 18th century or 6th, 17th century, 18th century. Um, <clears throat> I think the next thing that came after the scientific revolution was the so-called enlightenment. It was definitely not enlightening at all. It was scientific materialism, and that that started in the the. 17th century, which is like the 1800s, um, right? Uh, yes, and and no, no, the 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 18th, the 19th century, the 19th century was the 1800s. Sorry, um, uh, this has been a, a rocky episode. There's a lot of distractions. Um, I started a little late this morning. Um, so the 19th century, it's, it's one ahead. Um, the, the 19th century, uh, I think, was was what what they call the Enlightenment, but it is definitely not any Enlightenment. And I think I think scientific materialism, people would think, oh, well, well, why? you know, scientific materialism goes exactly with what the church is trying to teach people. <clears throat> I'm telling you, folks, I think scientific materialism definitely what was, you know, the whole Darwinism and all that kind of shit was all latched on by the ruling class. And, and to create another, once again, going back to the video I'm talking about, divide and conquer, divide and conquer, that they, they wanted to create. See, science was starting to merge with spirituality, which is, which is, I say, the truth. And, and the church was very scared of that. Like, it, it, I think the church would have been less scared, the church meaning like the Vatican and the ruling class, um, of the world, um, I think they would have been less worried if, once again, if if the scientific revolution was they were becoming scientific materialists, you know, atheists, um, um, Darwinists, uh, you know, matters the only thing that matters, and there's no force, uh, there's no God, there's no Creator, there, there there's no power that we can't understand, and we humans can understand everything, all that kind of shit, and and you know, uh, the, that I've, I've been, I've been over atheism, you know, scientific materialism, Darwinism, atheism. Um, and I think that, I think scientific materialism, you know, definitely came from the power structure and it was, uh, to create, it was to stop this scientific revolution and create a divide and conquer strategy to get he, the human population to get sucked into 
either the the to 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 either the divide of you're either a complete religionist that think that God just did everything and everything is is a result of God science doesn't mean anything and then the other side there is no God and that humans and matter are prime and, and you know there's only what we see here on this planet there's nothing more to it and, and the universe is just it just happened by accident and and there's there's no creative intelligence there there's there's you know humans on this you know humans are the ultimate arbiters of science and all that shit those those divides those divides they created and, and you know what's funny this is what i, I was I'm, I'm reading is that um when the scientific materialism you know started um there was uh three individuals uh you know darwin was involved with it but but darwin just it's it's not really Darwin that 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 I from what I'm reading that was really a big player in it. He just he just presented his his views and his theory. It was latched on by uh, uh, um, the ruling class and but three top promoters were. You ready for this? You had Darwin and then you had uh, Sigmund Freud was also a, a promoter of it. Uh, he he um oh, what was he saying? Uh, he had some psychological uh, explanation. It, it was in the form of, of like a parental abandonment. Humans were uh, humans, um, not cosmic abandonment. Um, that I forget what it is. I, I'll have to I'll have to look over it and see see what it was. But I know Freud was involved. Um, and also, ready for this, Karl Marx. You know, Karl Marx. What is Karl Marx? Karl Marx is not a scientist. What's what is what is what is that all about? Well, um, from what I'm seeing <clears throat> is that you know the ruling class used Darwin's theory to explain where humans came from, and then Marx came in to 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 explain where humans were going, and then Freud was there with the psychological reason. And, and, and damn it, I forget what what. Freud's uh, explan explanation was, but it had something to do with rooted in 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 some type of uh, uh, parental abandon parental abandonment issues, but not not the cosmic uh, uh, interference theory of human abandonment. That's that's different. That's that's not scientific materialism, um, but. Maybe I'll, I'll I'll touch on this a little bit more next week. I'll make a note to touch on it more because that I, I want to kind of explain. I, I want to kind of definitely uh, explain that more. But the bottom line here is what I'm trying to explain is that from what I'm starting to discover, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna finish this and then I'm gonna move on. What what I'm starting to discover is that many of the major scientists who discovered our, the physical laws in this universe were people who understood that there was a creative intelligence, that there was a God, a creator, that there were, that there were things that science couldn't explain and that that was the evidence of, of, of a power higher than humans. And 
they were merging that with science. That was becoming what science was, was becoming. That was what science was becoming. That's not the fucking science we have today. I mean, folks, I, I've been over this before, so I don't want to beat this up too much. Uh, you know, my daughter still goes to public schools uh, uh, against my wishes, but I asked her the uh, you know a while ago. You know, what'd you learn in biology? And she told me that they learn even still today. They're learning Darwin's um, completely disproven theory that that uh, as as gospel, and and. And there, I'm probably I'm, I'm going to do this more in detail. I think maybe next episode. I'm 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 pretty sure I'll probably do this more in detail because I'm I'm reading through the book right now. I'm going to do this more in detail. Uh, I think um, next week, um, next next episode. But once again, the scientific revolution was getting closer to the truth. And the ruling class didn't want people to get close to that truth. So they created a divide and conquer concept between the whole idea of, you know, God is responsible for everything or God is responsible for nothing and humans are responsible for everything. And, and everything that happened on this planet is all by accident. And I don't buy that, folks. But I think my opinion, I think the, the ruling class, the Vatican, I think, and this is what would surprise people. Oh, why would the church want people to think that that uh, humans are responsible for everything and God isn't? Because that puts people in that dialectic, that keeps people, it, that keeps people in that divide and conquer um, um, state. And once again, when people are divided, they can be conquered. And it keeps them away from the truth. The church, I think, my opinion, one wants to keep people away from the truth um, that science and spirituality, God is science. The creator is science. And that's what those, those these, the scientific revolution, from what I'm reading, was, was, was leaning towards. Was, was, was definitely... Heading towards, we were heading, we we're heading towards the truth back in the 18th and 19th century. We are heading towards the truth in that 18th century. I'm pretty sure it was the 18th century, going into the 19th century. Um, in the 1800s, there was when the scientific materialism came in and, and started stopping that, and then moving into the 20th century is when scientific materialism completely completely was uh in full swing um to my knowledge um <clears throat> you know once again look into this for yourself folks um don't don't just take my word for it but I, i'm still i'm learning about this stuff myself but i was just i was shocked to see that once again if what i'm reading is true um so I'm just going to move on here and, and just, just to, you know what, just, I just want to mention, <clears throat> what does that have to do with natural law? I mean, right there, natural law is science and spirituality. 
That's what natural law is. Natural law is real science. It's real science. That's what I think. That's my observation and discovery. And these, these individuals like Newton, from what I'm reading, understood natural laws and understood that there was a creator. So, uh, you know what? Let's just, I'm going to move on here. I'm going to move on. I just want to, I want to, um, yes, move on. Um, all right. I'm going to play a clip of a woman threatening Prime Minister Trudeau of, of Canada, Canada's ruler, Prime Minister Trudeau, back on Trudeau again. Um, uh, and I'm going to discuss the natural law implications. So let me just play that clip now. You are not working for Canada. You are working for your globalist partners. I wonder how much they're paying you to betray Canada. What do we do with traitors in Canada, Mr. Trudeau? We used to hang them, hang them for treason. And you're doing that very same thing to us now. We know what you're doing. Okay. So there you heard it. This woman's threatening Prime Minister Trudeau. And uh, it was, uh, you can look it up online. I typed in woman threatening Trudeau and it came up. Um, apparently, I don't know, Trudeau was there on stage and these people were gathered around and this woman was haranguing him and, you know, told him that traitors like him uh, will be hanged and stuff like that. And, you know, folks, I've been through this before, you know, I mean, first thing I just want to say, I can understand how this woman feels. You know what, I, I, I just, I, I, I want to be fair with all these people that go to these political uh, people and who go to these state houses and like like the the people who charge the in America charge the the state house there and the, the uh, last year um, the riot uh, uh, the state house riot um, and you know these this people like this woman i understand how these people feel i understand how this woman feels they're pissed off they're pissed off at what's going on in in in, in you know the 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 state house uh the the i forget what the fuck it was called white house riot or some shit i i, I forget but that was in america and and this was this woman was haranguing prime minister trudeau this was in canada i, I understand how these people feel. I really do. I understand they're pissed off. I understand they're sick of this shit. You know, uh, they're sick of what's going on in, in, in America and in Canada and many people throughout the world. Uh, Europeans are, are, are getting out into the streets and stuff. People are sick of this shit. You know, I get it. But folks, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, the the, and, and once again, I mentioned this before, I understand many people have gone to these state houses and, and argued within the confines of the ruling classes um, structure and have gotten some small victories, slowed the, slowed the tyranny down, and that's great, that's wonderful. But the solution is to walk away from this. It's to walk away from this. And going back to this woman, 
you know she said traitors were hanged and stuff like that and this woman says that you know Trudeau you're a player for the globalists and yeah yeah, yeah he is lady you got that right and and, and but um I, I, you know we know what you're doing she says well you know what walk away then fuck fuck Trudeau fuck, fuck all these people fuck the state house cares walk away from it because the woman's you know like she said you're you're working for your globalist masters and and <clears throat> so there it is you know what Trudeau's doing and and you know why do you bother why do you, why don't you just walk away and, and, and once again I, I'm gonna I'm gonna get more into this uh, what I want to play is uh, you know here's a woman she says Trudeau you're a traitor but Trudeau is not a traitor he's not a traitor to his masters Trudeau's not a traitor to his masters and I will let Trudeau tell you let's I'll let Trudeau tell you right now I Justin PJ Trudeau do swear that I will be faithful and bear true allegiance to Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II, Queen of Canada, her heirs and successors. So help me die. Trudeau. Do swear that I will be faithful and bear true allegiance to Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II, Queen of Canada. Do swear that I will be faithful. Do swear that I will be faithful her Majesty bear true allegiance to Her Majesty Queen of Canada, her heirs, Queen of Canada, her heirs. And successes so help me God there you have it Trudeau told you right there lady he told you right there his loyalty is to the Queen that, that's that's his loyalty is to the rulers of the world the royalty that's who his loyalty is to so he's not a traitor he's doing exactly what he's supposed to do the ruling class does not serve the people. Walk away from this ruling class. And how do you think this ruling class rules over us? They get us to do it to ourselves. Trudeau is just a facilitator. He just speaks it out into the into the world. And the people in, in this case this is Canada it's the same in the US it's the same in England it's the same in Australia it's the same in China it's the same everywhere this is this is how human rulership works in order to have I've been over this in recent episodes I've been over this ad nauseum in order for a ruling class to rule over people the people have to in abide by the the rules called laws or whatever they call them and and enforce the rules the politicians they just speak it that's all they do I'm not saying that they're they're not liable of course they're liable they know what they're doing they know you know they know that they're causing suffering they know that they're playing a part in that they know they're facilitating it I'm not letting them off the hook but the, what this woman should be pissed off at the people who are enforcing Trudeau's rules that's who she should be pissed off about because once folks once people stop abiding by these rules and enforcing these rules it's over the ruling class is finished and and people think oh yeah this woman's sticking it to Trudeau yeah get him 
No, it. She. Um. Once again, I understand how this woman feels, but you're being played out, woman. All you people in America who went to whatever the fuck that riot was called to the state house, you're all being played out. I understand how you feel. You're all being played out because these this ruling class they just speak it and and it's I, I had it but but I forgot about it the ruling class see when something like that happens okay when people go go to the state house and, and riot when this woman goes to Trudeau and, and threatens him um, the ruling class knows that they have the minds of the people. They're not, that doesn't scare the ruling class. That doesn't scare the ruling class. We're going to hang these politicians like traitors. They're not afraid of that. That doesn't scare them. What scares them is when people say, you know what? We're going to ignore these politicians out of existence. That's what scares the ruling class. That scares them. Because as long as people go running to these institutions and, and directing their anger, the ruling class knows that they have the minds of the people. The ruling class knows that this woman, that many people feel the way this woman feels, and they have the minds of the people. They have the minds of the people. They have your mind. They, the ruling class. Politicians and their masters, they have your mind. Doesn't scare them at all. And it's very discouraging. It's sad to, 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 see, to see this because people just still don't get it. We have to walk away from these people. Ignore them out of existence. Stop complying with their rules. Stop enforcing their rules. And they're done. It's over. Stop believing in the legitimacy of human rulership. See, you see, you know, this woman, once again, people thinking, yeah, she's sticking it to him. No, she's not, because she still believes in human rulership. She still believes in human rulership. She still believes that human rulership is legitimate. She just, she just wants a, a different ruler to, 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 to not do the things that Trudeau is doing. You have to get rid of the belief in human rulership. That's how we beat that's how we beat this ruling class. Start knowing and understanding natural behavioral laws. That's how we beat this ruling class. A right behavior, an objective right behavior is a behavior that does not initiate harm to another sentient being and of course does not support the initiation of harm to another sentient being. We need to start understanding that. No human being has more rights than any other human being. No human being can delegate rights they don't have. Why are you getting mad at Trudeau, lady? Trudeau's just, just playing you out, that's all. Like all these rulers. Like Biden, like... Uh, uh, the, the ruler of England and China and Russia and all them. Just playing you out. Just manipulating you. They, they own your mind. 
It's it's a superstition. It's 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 a, it's a cult. These people think these politicians and their enforcers think that they can delegate rights to people that they don't have. You no human being. If I don't have the right to initiate harm to another sentient being, I can't delegate that right to somebody. I can't say, hey, you, uh, go over and and kick my neighbor's door in and 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 slam them to the ground and 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 take them away and and put them in your basement and um, you know steal some stuff from them as well. I don't have that right. I don't have the right to do that myself. I cannot delegate that right. You cannot delegate a right you don't have. The citizens of a country don't have the right to initiate aggression towards people. So, so neither, so <clears throat> the government doesn't have the right to delegate rights to certain people to initiate harm to others. You cannot delegate a right you do not have. If this lady knew that, she would just walk away from Trudeau instead of going up to him and yelling at him and threatening him. No masters, no slaves, man. And the whole idea people get mixed into, once again, I talk about the job concept, how these politicians, you know, it's their job. And, well, you know, they they serve us. And the police, they serve us. These people that think... Oh, oh, yeah, the, the police are our servants. Yeah, while you're, are, are, you know, while the servants are, are, are putting their, their masters in jail. I mean, people think, oh, yeah, the police are our servants. They serve us. They don't serve you. The police, the police aren't, aren't the, the servants of the people. That's nonsense. That's superstition. That's bullshit. Once again, you you want to you want to find out you know if the police are your servant when they're putting you in a jail cell you'll find out you'll find out who the master and, and who the servant is you'll find out real quickly who the master and the servant is when the politicians commit crimes the same arbitrary, like uh, just talking about arbitrary crimes, not actual like natural law crimes. When politicians commit arbitrary crimes, and 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 the public commits arbitrary crimes, look at the difference in punishment or lack of punishment. The political ruling class they don't face the same punishment as the as the slave class does. They don't serve you. They don't serve you. These politicians don't serve the people. They rule over the people. The police don't serve the people. They rule over the people. The ruling class does not serve. The ruling class and their enforcers do not serve people. Got to get out of this fucking stupid mindset. What is service? Well, a waiter serves people. Okay, so, so I'm in a restaurant and a waiter serves me. That waiter's my server because I go to this restaurant. You know, I'm not going to go in the kitchen and, and cook the shit myself. I need somebody to cook it for me, and I need someone. You know, I'm not going to go into the kitchen. All right, I'm ready for my food, man. You know, I mean, I need someone to bring it to me. So the waiter serves me, but I'm not the rule. I'm not the waiter's ruler. I can't take the waiter and, and then slam him to the ground and and you know I don't I didn't like you know the food and slam the waiter to the ground and and put handcuffs on him and then take him away to my basement to a cage. 
I'm not the waiter's ruler. The, waiter's, the waiter serves me, but, but I'm not the waiter's ruler. That's what service is. Why does anybody have to rule over anyone? Why does anyone have to have to have a, a you know, like when they say, oh, you know, the, 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 the politicians, you know, we rule over them. No, you don't. But why does anybody have to rule over anyone? No human being has the right to rule over any other human being. But people get lost in the service concept and the job concept. Oh, the, they represent us and they serve us. But see, a person, here's the difference. Here's really the difference with the waiter and say the, the, the superstition that politicians and police serve, serve the people. Okay, waiters serve people food and stuff like that. But people think that politicians and, 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 and police serve people. And the difference really is, is that a, one of the differences, a person cannot serve someone by handling moral responsibilities for them. That's not a, that's not a service. Okay, the, the, the waiter's going to serve me my food, but then if someone attacks me, it's not the waiter's job to defend me. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, this is stupid. But, I mean, a person cannot serve someone by handling moral responsibilities for them. If I'm in a restaurant and a person attacks me, it's my responsibility to defend myself, not the waiter's. No one can, you know, people cannot serve another person. I keep saying this, but I just, I, I mean, you know, uh, it's, I know it's, it's ridiculous, but, it, but it's really not. People don't get this. People don't get it. <laughs> and they never will, as far as I think. I mean, I try to hold out hope. And I'm doing something about it. I'm trying to get information out there, but, I mean... It's a, it's a shame. It's a shame. And this has everything to do with natural law because that's, that's natural law right there. Responsibility. It's our responsibility as we, the people, every human being, to defend ourselves. Only, you know, I've been through this. Only I can defend myself effectively. If someone attacks me, I'm going to have to do something for some period of time to defend myself, even if someone wants to come and help me. I'm still going to have to do something for some period of time to protect myself. And that's what people think. People think that these politicians and the, and the police are supposed to serve us in a sense of handling our moral responsibilities for us. And that right there is the mindset of a child. It's the mindset of a child. And you cannot abdicate moral responsibilities. And when people pretend or believe that they can abdicate moral, their moral responsibilities to others, what that causes, that's how natural behavioral laws work. That's immoral. And as a society gets, becomes more immoral, that society will become more enslaved. You're enslaving yourself. And as more people do that in a society, that society will become more enslaved. This is how natural behavioral laws work. You cannot abdicate your responsibilities, your moral responsibilities to someone else. I mean, if I'm responsible for, 
painting my my living room I could abdicate that responsibility to someone else I could say hey you want to paint my living room for me and I'll pay you or whatever but my moral responsibility to defend myself I can't abdicate that I can pretend to I can pretend to but it will never be true in nature never be true in nature so I'll just leave it at that I think that's enough all right yeah that's that's it I, I think I'm just gonna stop it here